Bonjour, and welcome to Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. I'm your host, Valérie Jardin. What better place to do this first episode than in the birthplace of street photography? I'm in Paris, in Paris, France, and today my guest is no other than Frederick Van Johnson. Hi, Frederick, come and have a seat with me. Oh, bonjour, Valérie. <laughs> So, Frederick, you've been here a week shooting street photography and lots of other things. What are your first impressions? It's overwhelming, first of all. And second of all, street photography is harder than I thought it would be. I thought you just roam around and snap pictures, but it's much more complicated than just roaming around. There's a lot of little nuances and psychological things that you have to get over. So what was the biggest challenge for you? Uh, I think the biggest challenge was overwhelm, you know, in terms of, um, you know, so much stuff to, to shoot, figuring out what to shoot first, you know, and once you figure that out, then getting there and like setting up and then like, do I bring my tripod? Do I not bring a tripod? What about lenses? I see Valerie only has one camera. I got five lenses. Should I bring them all? You know, all that. Ooh, you ordered wine? Du vin rouge. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. Santé. So, uh, did you do mostly street portraits where you have eye contact with your subject or, or st candid street photography or did you mix it a little bit? Well, I mixed it a little bit because I decided I wanted to, well, first of all, I'm trying a new camera on this trip, the, the Panasonic GH4. So I decided, you know what, I want to try to do some traditional photography with the camera, but I also want to do some motion capture with the 4K and experiment with extracting still frames from that high-resolution video to see if it's viable. So is that working for street photography? Does it make it easier? No, it doesn't make it easier, uh, but it does give you a lot of interesting possibilities. I guess in some ways it does make it easier because I could set the camera up on a street scene like this, for example, and instead of like click, click, click and looking like the photographer, I can set it up on a tripod and then roll video and then play on my phone for a few minutes, you know, and then go back later and say, oh, look, that couple's kissing and extract that frame. You know? Okay, so maybe picking the right gesture from a video and uh, and making it a still yeah. that kind of takes the fun out of doing street photography yeah. don't you think i don't think so because it depends on what you find fun right it's all subjective so if you're in it for the hunt you're in it for the hunt you like to go out and and like stalk your prey and then kill it i'm <laughs> so, um, i'm more of a chef i like to cook it later <laughs> You know, I enjoy the cooking and the post-processing of the, of the hunt. Yeah, you're right. For me, it's all about the hunt and the challenge of, of getting and capturing that right gesture. But, hey, maybe this is a new form of street photography. And I, and I think, too, capturing video of life in the street with the, the sounds and, and the music is a completely different different. Um, dimension yeah. and I think it's it's worth exploring for sure yeah. um, so now you've traveled all the way from San Francisco to Paris and um, what, what gear did you have in your bag first of all yeah. and um, also what what would you do differently did you bring the right gear did you bring too much not enough yeah that's a great question well it, it's weird for me because you know like some people when they go to a different place they're like you know what I'm just gonna pack everything I have clothes wise I'm gonna pack everything and be prepared for every eventuality I'm not like that with clothes because I always wear black anyway, you know. But with gear, especially in a new place that I may not get back to again anytime soon, I feel like, you know what, I need to be ready. 
you know, I don't know if it's going to rain, I don't know if I'm shooting landscapes, I don't know if I'm doing portraits, I might be doing some multimedia, so I, I tend to bring, I brought more than I should have brought, and I brought, I brought two cameras, I brought the GH4, the Panasonic Lumix GH4, and my GX7, so I brought those two cameras, and like six lenses with me, and then I brought a computer, and then an iPad, and then a um, Western Digital Passport Pro two, uh, four terabyte drive to offload everything onto, and then assorted cables and mics and all this, tripods and all this stuff. So I feel like I'm covered, and I am. You know, I haven't been wanting for like, oh man, I wish I had brought this piece of thing. I have everything I need. But on the other hand, I see you walking around Miss Minimalist here with a Fuji X100S and making fantastic shots, you know. So I feel like I, I should split the difference somewhere in between. As far as lessons learned, um, so I had a little adventure on the way out here, I guess. Oh, yes, you did. Tell us a little bit about this. Uh, so, and what did you learn from this? Okay, so Mr. Organized, right? I usually keep all my power and chargers and all that stuff in one little bag, you know, because it's, this is my charger. This is my charging bag, you know, so I have everything in there. So all the charges for both cameras were in there. The power supply for my MacBook Air was in there, all that stuff. Um, and so you, I, put, you put all your eggs in the same basket. I put all my eggs in the same basket. And what happened was I put that basket, I knew I put that in my luggage. I got here somewhere between... San Francisco International Airport and Charles de Gaulle International Airport in Paris, it was gone. It somehow got out of my bag. So I was kind of messed up for the entire trip. Yeah, yeah so how, how long did it take you to find some replacement? It took a while, you know, and luckily I was, uh, you know, I'm in a big city. If I hadn't been in a big city, like if I was in Botswana or something, I would have been completely out of luck. But and if I hadn't been using a camera like this camera, the, we're shooting this on the GH, GH4, the batteries just last forever. So I was able to, the, I had two fully charged batteries, because at least I did that right. You know, I had fully two fully charged batteries, so that gave me time to go hunt and find the, the extra batteries, which was an adventure in and of itself. <laughs> but, That's right. Yeah, but eventually I did. Good thing you didn't have the Fuji X100S because three batteries would have lasted you about a day. <laughs> three shots? No. <laughs> Just about. So uh, so next time you'll put that in a safer compartment in your luggage? No, next time I'll have redundancy, I think. So I actually, uh, Serge Ramilly was here. We met with him a couple days ago, and he was nice enough to order through Amazon Prime the charges for me, which and they arrived yesterday. So, I, you know, me being redundant, I went out and I found uh, a charger anyway. So I got that charger, then Surge's chargers came. So what that means is when I travel from now on, I'll keep chargers in, in two places, on my person and in my bag. Okay, great. And, uh, well, that's a good tip because uh, we don't think of this happening like this. But, um, yeah, that could, in, even in Paris, it took you a little while to locate what you needed, batteries and all. And some stores are not open on weekends and then not open on Mondays or they close early. So uh, so that's a good tip. Now, uh, what is your workflow when you're traveling? So you, you shoot all day, you get back to your room. 
Uh, what do you do first? Well, my good friend Alex Lindsay always says your data doesn't exist unless it exists in three places. So I have plenty of memory cards, so that's first location. And then I have two external drives. So my, my, my data exists in four places, actually. So it exists, I have the cards, and I import the cards. I, I actually physically copy the images into a folder onto the my uh, Western Digital Passport Pro. So they go into my directory on there, and then I import them into Lightroom in place. So they live on that drive, but they're imported into Lightroom. And then, uh, so they live on that drive, and then they live on another drive as well. So I copy them over there, and those drives travel separately. So one drive will get checked, one drive goes with me, and all my cameras and memory cards go with me. Okay. So. And you don't format anything until you get home and everything is backed up again and in the cloud and so forth? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Right. That's, that's also my, my workflow. And, um, and I think it's good not to keep everything on you either. So yeah. uh, the computer and then keep the memory cards with you and, and uh, try to, yeah, ha don't have all your eggs in the same basket I know. again. I know. <laughs> Never. Fool me once. Fool me once. <laughs> that's right. You learned your lesson. Yeah. So, um, so knowing what you know now, having done this, this trip during street photography, first of all, are you going to pursue street photography in other cities? Is that something that you enjoy doing? And uh, how do you feel about incorporating, I already say, once you incorporate people in your pictures, you have the truly unique shot of any place. So even the most iconic landmarks with people in the frame become unique, which is hard to do. So is that something you, you, you enjoy doing now? Yeah, you know, I like street photography and I like the idea of being in different places, but my brain gravitates more towards like trying new things rather than capturing a specific moment. So, you know, I'm, I've been bitten by the travel bug, so I'm going to be everywhere like you, right? Yeah. I'm going to be everywhere. But what I, I see myself doing is more compositing. Like, for example, I have this burning image in my head right now. I want to do a shot, which I may do tomorrow morning out here in one of these kind of cafes and set the camera on a tripod and do multi put me in different seats and take a separate photo then composite them together you know multiplicity type shots yeah. so that kind of stuff is exciting you know and like at the Louvre we were at the Louvre yesterday I was thinking wouldn't it be interesting if you you know did something that you, that hasn't been seen before because people have seen everything you know it seems like all these shots have been done over and over again and it's hard to to get in your brain, what would it look like if, you know, if this was different, you know, what if the Eiffel Tower was here, you know, something like that, yeah, yeah. just fun stuff, and then composite it together. Okay, yeah, that sounds fun, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing those shots. Um, yeah, I, I think, I mean, street photography is something you can do anywhere, as long as there are people, it doesn't have to be a big city, I mean, there are stories happening everywhere, but um, I think... Um, there's so many other things to shoot and and when you shoot street photography i mean it doesn't mean that's all you have to do either yeah. um but uh but I, I like i like your creativity and and that's uh there's so much stuff we can do now it's just so much fun endless it's endless and i'll tell you you know my my training in the military i was a photojournalist a combat photojournalist so my training um was kind of leaning me towards you need to tell a story like we're out on our photo walks and i'm trying to figure out okay how can i tell the story of the photo walk so i had to get away from that a little bit to like okay just concentrate on individual moments rather than an, an, a cohesive story but at the same time you can still do that as well 
well, do a cohesive story. Like, okay, I'm going to do a story on street performers. You know, like these guys over here. Like, why not just all day go hunt these guys down and do a series of Parisian street performers and shoot them? So, you know. And we did not plan for those performers to be right here next to us. I promise. Can it be any more friends shoving fringe wine in France, a cafe, accordion, violin, what else? They were not planted, I promise. Where's the mime? Where's the mime? Well, that would be really creepy. (laughs) Well, this is great. So, anything you would do differently if uh, you were to come back in a month? I think if I was to come back in a month, I would I would plan more because now I feel like I've I had feet on the ground here and I kind of know kind of where things are a little bit more. I want to go back to to the uh, to the Eiffel Tower, and do some shots over there, and I have some different shots in mind that I want to try. So I think what I would do differently is just plan. You know, I'd have a cohesive shot list of what I'm going to do, or even even just an idea list. Okay, I'm going to do the street performers next time, and and you know the Love Lock Bridge, and I'm going to do this on the bridge, or I may bring a model and put her at the Louvre. You know that kind of thing. So you know, have a, a definitive plan of action. That's great. Well, hey, you'll be back, right? That La Belle Vie—it's not so bad, huh? No. You could get used to this, huh? <laughs> hey, I could live here. This is my second time in France in what this month, this I month? think. <laughs> So I'm kind of a resident now. <laughs> Your French is improving every day. Yeah, yeah, oui, oui. <laughs> well, thank you for being my first guest. What an honor! And uh, I, um, I hope you enjoyed, you enjoyed this short episode of the new Twip Street. Yeah. And we'll see you again in uh, on the next episode. Yeah. Au revoir. Bye. Au revoir. And we are at the end of another conversation episode of Street Focus. I hope you enjoyed it. Please head over to thisweekinphoto.com street to subscribe to the show. And if you enjoy it, please leave us a five-star rating over on iTunes. That really helps us out. To find out what I'm up to, just go visit my website and you'll find all the links to my social media at www.valeriejardinphotography.com, all in one word. And sign up for exclusive TWIP membership benefits and discounts by heading over to thisweekinphoto.com slash join. My name is Valérie Jardin and you've been listening to Street Focus, an ongoing exploration of urban photography. Now it's time to grab that camera and hit the streets.